honesty hour, I did not know what I was doing in regards to launching this podcast. And I wouldn't have been able to do it without Anchor. Anchor makes starting a podcast super, super easy and allows you to not only use their platform to distribute the podcast, but you can even go on your phone or computer and record and edit the podcast right on their platform. Best of all, it's totally, totally free. So if you're interested in starting a podcast, download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Hello and welcome to the Urban Misfits show. Today I have with me Zach Gruber, an amazing Milwaukee creative with so many different facets, photo, video, uh, starting your career with one of the biggest music venues in the city, moving your way on to a lot of personal stuff, working with your wife now in, in some event things and wedding things and so much more. But I really think that we can learn more about the person by their social media handles. So what exactly is IndieMoto? Um, it's funny, I get... Uh that question quite often, actually. Um, I kind of started, I'm really big into motorcycles and things like that. Um, at one point in time, I was actually restoring like vintage Hondas, um, some old Harleys and stuff like that. And then one day I was like, well, maybe I should try to start like an Instagram page for my motorcycles and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, as all Instagram Right. Instagrammers know, you know, <laughs> trying to come up with a name is like one of the hardest oh, yeah. things. Um, but, you know, I started thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. And I was always like, you know, I'm always doing this stuff by myself. It's kind of like an independent thing that I'm doing by myself. So that's kind of where the word indie comes from right. is more of independent. Um, the term moto, I mean, obviously, yes, motorcycles, moto, that kind of goes together. But the backstory behind that is actually um, my family is from uh, Okinawa, so over in okay. Japan area. And uh, I wanted to use some sort of word, you know, that kind of meant, you know, movement, kind of something right. like that. So then I started looking up, you know, terms, Japanese terms, stuff like that. And uh, sure enough, moto was there. And I was like, oh, my God, that couldn't be any perfect. Yeah. You know, it's uh, moto means movement, you know, so indie moto, that's kind of how it how it started. And then uh, one day I just started getting so busy because I got a new job kind of working um, commercial photography and video and stuff like that. And the motorcycles kind of fell out. And, uh, one day I went to a random meetup in Milwaukee here. I think it was actually I think it was the, the one, first yeah. day I met you, yeah, uh, which is crazy. So it's like, uh, boy, a year and a half ago now, something like yeah, that. that. So that was a while ago. Yeah. Now. So just being introduced to that, that setting, um, I was kind of blown away. So I think after that point, that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to kind of change my Instagram feed into my photography. Um, and ever since I've done that, I really haven't looked back. I mean, it's been quite the adventure this last year and a half. I mean, I've gotten so much work, met so many cool, awesome people in the community, um, started a uh, Instagram page for portraits and stuff with a couple of my okay. buddies in Milwaukee, too. So um, it's been a blast. You know? Yeah, and, and it's been incredible to see your growth and, you know, having worked with you so long ago, it seems so long ago, at least. And, and, you know, I was blown away because you were the one that came with like the, the mobile light with all the <laughs> setup. And I'm like, this guy knows exactly what he's doing, but it shows in your work. And I think, you know, one, one part that I, that drew me to you immediately was how like professional you were, but you were still just like casual about it. You weren't you weren't professional to be chauvinistic. You're professional to just like create awesome things. And yeah, like, that and was that's, awesome. that's, that's how I feel. You know, it's not, uh, it's not about me. It's about everybody else. It's about the community. Um, you know, I tell people a lot, you know, if you want to ever come play with lights and stuff like that, hit me up, let me know. Let's, let's, you know, 
play with some lights, put some stuff up and just press some buttons, see what happens. Um, you know, in my mind, it's, it's one of those things where like, you know, egos get in the way and stuff, but this day and age, it's like, if you, if you kind of puppy guard your knowledge, you know, I mean, it doesn't really get you anywhere anymore because things like YouTube and Google, like anything, you can literally learn anything in five seconds. If you just, you know, if you're passionate about it and you want to learn those things, it's out there. So like, I'm not, I'm not here to high end anything. You know what right. I mean? I'm, I'm here to help people and just kind of have fun. That's what I like to do. So. Yeah. So is Moto then a direct like translation to Japanese as well? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, so just kind of movement, you know, That's and then awesome. even, even when it got kind of transitioned into that photography aspect of the Instagram page, I mean, I still, it, it fit perfectly because, you know, when I first started doing some of this stuff, you know, even still to this day, I get up at sunrise almost all the time. Um, to me, it's, it's really fun just cause it's one of those things that you never know what's going to happen. You know, you can track weather, you can do all these things, but you really never know what's going to happen, you know? So, um, Again, it was kind of that independent movement, you know, it was yep. me just getting out by myself, making sure I'm out hitting this stuff, you know, trying to get shots, you know, um, meeting people. I mean, I've, there's so many times I've gone out crazy early in the morning and ran into somebody. I'm like, oh, my God, like, this is nuts, yeah. you know, so it's uh, it's fun. I enjoy it a lot. I love the the double entendre that it is with being independent and moving, but still, like, draws back to your passion of, like, working with your hands in the motor skill. Like, yeah. that just... I, you know, hearing that now, it's just amazing to me that you're able to find it and that it fits you so well beyond just what people see in your feed. And like, I, I love digging into that because people, you know, for your social media, your feed is representation of your, your current self. And as people go back, what you were, but some people don't like sharing that past. And some people have like hidden meanings between their names. And like, I love how that kind of worked out for you. What's been your biggest struggle being independent? Um, I mean, it's tough. You can, you know, you always wish you had more people kind of surrounding you as far as, you know, helping you get work and things like that. Um, which again, just being out in the community and networking with people and meeting people, I mean, that it comes with that stuff, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the biggest struggle I have is, um, sometimes I'm by myself and I like, I'm out there shooting, but I'm just out there shooting. You know what I mean? It's nice to be in your head and things like that, but I'll actually bring this up last, last weekend. Um, I went with a friend, uh, break the law, man is his indie yep. moto stuff or, uh, indie yeah. mo- Instagram <laughs> stuff. Sorry. We, uh, we went up to door County and actually just shot all day long, you know? And like, to me, it, it was the first time all of a sudden it clicked in my head too. I'm like, man, like, why am I always out doing this stuff by myself that early? Like I get it. People don't like getting up, but there are people that do like, yeah. like Mike, you know? Right. So we get we got up at just crazy early in the morning and just hit it, you know. We did it all day long. I don't even think we ate because we were just oh, trying just, to get everything, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, in that in that moment when we're doing it, I'm just like, man, it's 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 more about the adventure and like the story, you know what I mean? And that's that's what's really important to me, you know. It's not always about getting that like going out to shoot to get that epic picture, that one shot for Instagram or whatever. It's like it's the story, it's the adventure, you know. Like to me, it's like another another really big Instagram guy that kind of influenced me as far as the story aspect of it is Def Tony. You know, oh, yeah. Charlie is uh, he's all over the place. He's shooting everywhere, but every time he posts, he's got this just awesome little paragraph of what happened, why he got the shot, why he was there. You know, and like it's it just makes that image that much more powerful. I think know? it really brings people to the page and really draws them in. I think story behind photography is one of the I don't want to say the hardest things, but like if you can do it right, it really separates yourself from everybody else is just 
taking photos because when right. you have a story behind your photo or I mean, even like from what I saw with what you posted, like you have like this really road, but behind that, you know, you could be saying the foreground or in front of the building like you were like there's a story behind finding the building or right. whatever yep. that case may be. That just shows, look, I'm not just posting this picture because it looks cool. I'm posting this picture because to an extent, my feet is also a documentary of my life. That's exactly. It was it was a timestamp. It was a moment that I'll always go back to, you know. Yeah. And to me, that's that's what it's about, you know. Perfect. <laughs> Rewinding a little bit, what got you into photography in the first place? Um man, it goes way back. Um my dad was you know, he wasn't a professional by any means, nothing like that, but he was always interested in tech. You know, he always like, I remember in the eighties, you know, I was maybe like five years old. He ended up coming home with this new camcorder that had this like little thing that hung from the side, like all this, this weird stuff, you know, and I was so intrigued by the video stuff. So video is kind of what got me into it. Um, just messing with that. Cause then me and we actually had some foster kids when I was younger that were living with us. Um, and one of them, was kind of into it too. So we started doing these like just goofy little skits and things as all kids do when there's a video camera involved, you know, um, which then after they left, um, you know, it kind of left me like, well, now I don't know what to do with it anymore. So I kind of stopped. And then what happened was, um, probably like middle school ish, all of a sudden I had this class and they introduced some video editing stuff, you know, deck, early, to, wow. deck to deck tape. Yeah, tape stuff. And uh, I don't know. There was just something about putting a story together. So that kind of, again, it kind of intrigued me. So I started going down this path again. And then in high school um, was the first time I went to this brand new high school in Arizona. Um, brand spanking new high end. It had this incredible darkroom photography class. Just outrageous. So I like... I was so drawn to it, I had to be in there. So I ended up taking a couple classes, and that, again, was just, like, film. I was like, this is, it's so much fun. It's so creative, like, being able to develop film. And, like, it was Photoshop before Photoshop, you know, right. when you're, like, putting images on top of each other. Yeah. and expo- I mean, it was it was so much fun, dodging and burning and things and just creating an image. Um, so after, after high school, I actually... Um, was kind of riding BMX semi-professionally, doing shows and stuff like that. And I ended up getting injured real bad and started picking up the camera again. And at that point, um, I just, I was like, what am I going to do here? Like, it's like I could pursue this BMX dream where maybe one day, you know, I'm making money doing this. Right. Um, or, you know, I pick another avenue and kind of see where it goes. So then one day I was just like, I'm, I'm going to go to school. I ended up in Orlando at Full Sail University I was there for two years in the film program, um, came back from that and just kind of hit the ground running. And that's when I got the job at the rave, you know, setting up all their internet broadcasting, live stream of the shows and everything, interviewing bands. Um, and then, you know, I I hit the video stuff heavy. I think I got burned out on it a little bit. And then kind of, that's when the photography really started coming in. And to me, like, I love both of it, but there's just something about creating this perfect, single image you know i i don't know there's something like an image you can create that tells a story for just looking at it you know like that's a powerful thing so i think that's kind of where the photography kind of hit it hard and then what like i said when i when that instagram meet hit when i met you and rachel and everybody else i mean it was it was a huge eye-opener i'm just like man there's all these people out here creating all this amazing stuff why am i not a part of this so that's when it kind of like just a flip switch or a, a switch flipped you know and that's 
it's where I am now. Yeah. <laughs> what brought you to Milwaukee? If you went to high school in Orla- or in Arizona, sorry, and then went to full sale in Orlando, what brought you over to Milwaukee? Was it um, the rave specifically? Or? No. So um, when I was young, I was born in Wisconsin, Milwaukee, okay. actually. Uh, my parents moved to Arizona when I was really young, like three, I think. Um, I was out there until I was 18. Um, I ended up coming back here, and that's when I was hitting the BMX stuff really hard and ended up getting injured, and that's when I went to uh, Full Sail. And at that point, and the mindset at film school was like L.A., L.A., New okay. York, that's where I'm going, you know. Um, but unfortunately, the injury that I had kept getting worse and worse and worse. So in the school I was at, Full Sail, you can't, you can't like take a leave of absence and come back because really? they'll push you back. You just keep getting held back so you can't move forward. Okay. So I was like, I'm just going to get through school, get this done and over with. I came back to Wisconsin. Um had had shoulder surgery got better and then ended up landing that thing at the rave and that's just you know one thing led to another i'm i'm here now that's awesome and i love it i mean wisconsin is i love it milwaukee is such an incredible place um there's so much talent here and it's i mean every single day it gets more and more and it's just blowing me away i mean milwaukee is the city is about to pop and i'm so honored to be a part of it you know yeah and in big ways too I love, you know, going through all of your photos that you've posted because just like, you know, you see a bunch of creatives that have a camera and they're like, sweet, I'm this creative now. But like you've been working for over a decade now with like follow focus systems and like all of the things. And like how has technology to you advanced? Oh, man. <laughs> like how much has that made a difference? It's it's crazy. I mean, like I said, my my degree is film. Like I went to school and shot giant 35 millimeter mag reels of film for video, you know? Um, so it has come a long way. It's, uh, it's pretty amazing though. It's incredible. I mean, when I, when I was at school, the first red camera came out, it was a red oh, one. Wow. So that last, I think the last month I was there is when we finally saw it. So I didn't even really get my hands on this thing. So it was like, you know, film cameras were like dead. The second that thing dropped, it was like, okay, what's, what's happening here? You know, where's everything going? And at the same time, that's when the 5D Mark II dropped, yeah. you know, and everyone's like, this is crazy. You could have interchangeable lenses. Like it, it went from, you know, me taking out all this money after college to get, you know, and it was a Canon XH A1. So it was a built in lens camera system, micro four or not even micro four thirds. It was a one third CCD sensor. Oh so tiny little thing, insanely expensive. And like overnight it was gone. I mean, the second that Mark II came out, the game changed, you know? So, um, I think, I think a lot of people went down that SLR route. They still are. They're getting better and better and better. The technology is out of control. Um, when you think about drones too, I mean, when I started, there was no drones, you know, I had, I remember when some of the first, like, you know, commercial, not commercial, but like consumer drones were coming out and I got one. I'm like, this is cool. This is amazing. Like I get a perspective that no one else has, but you take the drone up and it loses Wi-Fi connection and just goes straight yeah. up in the sky and you yeah. never see it again. Like the technology wasn't there. So like now you look at them. I mean, I just picked up the DJI Mavic 2 Pro and it's insane. I mean, the thing flies itself. It's like the, the image quality is out of control. Um, yeah, it's it's mind blowing how far we have come so fast. I mean, there wasn't even gimbals when I was at no. school, you know. Yeah. Um, the first gimbal was the Movi and it was this giant system. And when I saw it again, mine explosion, like, what can you do with this thing? And now we're down to these tiny little handheld things that cost a couple hundred bucks. And you're like, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, 
and now even Nikon, you know, I'm, I'm working with, uh, arts camera plus and Nikon and they actually, um, they've given me this, uh, Nikon Z seven mirrorless camera. It's Nikon's first mirrorless. I've had my hands on it for not even 24 hours. And so far I'm blown away. I mean, this, this camera system, it's, it's incredible. You know, I don't want to compare camera systems. It's really not about that. Each system kind of does its own thing, but if I had to say anything, I mean, this is, it's top of the line. This thing is, it's a beast. It's awesome. You know, just the fact, all the focus points, like the mirrorless, the image stabilization, uh, the low light, it's, it's unbelievable. Um, so it's, it's just crazy. Like this, this camera used to be this giant thing that I had to buy and carry around with me. And now it is literally this big. And this thing shoots some of the best SLR mirrorless video I've seen too. I mean, Sony and this, I mean, they're so comparable now. It's, it's crazy. And this is where it's going. I mean, if, if I could see like kind of predict the future, I would say if anything, maybe it's going to start going mirrorless or not mirrorless, um, medium format. Yeah. So I would say, you know, Fuji just came out with that new mirrorless medium format camera. And I'm like, I'm drooling over that thing too, because it's crazy. It's so cool. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm very invested in Nikon. Great stuff. It's cool to see them pushing forward too, you know, especially when Sony's are out there. It's, uh, just them dropping their camera system made everybody oh, yeah. rethink what they're doing. Everything, you know, and it's like it's it's so cool. Like in my mind, like everyone thinks it's competition. It's like no, this is evolving into such a cool thing. You know, it's like this this camera to do what it does a long time ago. You're talking fifty thousand dollars to get into a system like that, and now this is in the hands of people who just want to make films and have fun and YouTube videos and do high quality, amazing work. And it's, it's awesome. I think it's beautiful. Cause like, you know, like you said, when you were in school, you were still using film and like, that's, that's a short period of time. Like if you really dive into that, like cameras have been around for decades, centuries, but the advancements in the last 10 years or 15 or 20 years is like revolutionized creatives like the term of what it means to be a creative and going from film and shooting in 35 and i mean in college i did the whole crank world war ii super eight everything like and and that was like you know cutting and going through the station and going and chopping at the frame and then taping it and watching it back and oh geez i'm all overexposed i have to completely redo everything and like (laughs) just that experience like opened my eyes as to how amazing it is now to be shooting and even like when the 5d mark ii came out like that revolutionized cameras at the time but you know i love looking at at old cameras slr style cameras because like their maximum iso was 3200 6400 right, now that's like right you could yeah, do anything I mean, that's like, like a whatever thing you know <laughs> yeah it's uh it's crazy yeah i mean the even the new the sony I know they're about to replace it the s series um the two we have the twos at work and the low light i mean it's you, you go into some factory situations and if the lighting, all the lighting is the same color balance in the ceiling, you don't even have to light stuff no. because you can just pump up the ISO and it looks amazing. You yeah. know, it's, uh, it's really crazy. <laughs> it's absolutely crazy. And it goes back to film too. It's like to get that low light. I mean, that wasn't a possibility either. I mean, it's completely changed the way people create. Absolutely. And it's awesome. Absolutely. One thing that I love too is that you're able to help your wife with, with her business. Where does she come into your life and how has that kind of helped push you a little bit creatively? My wife is amazing. Um, she is such a hard worker. She's so dedicated. It's absolutely unbelievable. And we have two little girls at home too. So she's managing that and it's just, uh, it's pretty unbelievable. Um, her photography. So kind of how, what happened is when I went to school, um, 
you know, I was surrounded by all these creatives, all these photography, video people. And my wife was around, you know, she wasn't my wife at the time, but she came down to, to school with me to support my dream. So you dream met her originally at? Yeah. It's, okay. Well, um, no, I actually met my wife here in Wisconsin. Okay. So that funny story again, just really quickly, I'll brush over this. Yeah, but um, after leaving Arizona and coming back here, I was visiting my father over the summer. Um, and that's actually when I met okay. my wife and uh, we kind of hit it off. I decided I was going to go to school. She decided she, you know, if it was okay, she'd come with. I was like, absolutely. You know, um, we had a great time down there. It was incredible. But what was so cool was that going to Full Sail, you know, you, I could bring her into classes every once in a while and things okay. like that. So it should kind of like, things kind of led down a path where all of a sudden a wedding came up for her. And she's like, well, maybe I want to try this, things like that. And I think she... I think just being surrounded by it all, she got excited about it too, you know, and then in the course of the whole thing, she's a, she's an amazing photographer. She's really yeah, good, you absolutely. know, so it's, it's crazy just to see even her evolve, you know? Um, but yeah, so after, after college, we came back here, um, cause I'd have shoulder surgery right. and immediately people are asking her for weddings and stuff like that. So wow. she started, you know, pursuing that a little bit more got a better camera system and, uh, it just kept going and it's uh it's crazy we're 20 weddings deep this year wow. um yeah yeah she that's a lot of, she a lot of hustles man i'm not i'm not kidding <laughs> um it's it's pretty cool to to kind of see her even in an element on the days that we're shooting and stuff she's 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 got it down you know um but yeah she she's a huge part of my life huge inspiration she's always pushing me too she gets it um you know, I hear a lot of people all the time, like, well, how do you get out all the time? My wife would never let me do that, you know? And it's like, it's, she gets it, you yeah. know? And um, it's social media to me, like, yes, it's networking and it's it's uh, it's a way to meet new people and see amazing work and get inspiration. But at the same time, it's it's an avenue for me to also create work that gets me work. Right. Um, so she understands that, you know, I mean, I got, I'm actually um, the social ambassador for the Iron Horse Hotel. That never would have happened if I wouldn't have been on Instagram. It wouldn't have happened if I wouldn't have been getting up at sunrise, hitting these shots, doing all these things. Um, so it's kind of crazy. I mean, I've had multiple people reach out to me for work and stuff just because I'm on there. So I think when she saw that happening, she's like, okay, you know, I get it. This is like, do your yeah. thing, you know? Um so it's awesome. And I love her for that. And I always will. It's just, it's, it could be a struggle for some people, I would imagine, you know, but um, we get it and it works. So that's, I, I <laughs> I'm love grateful. That. I mean, with, with my fiance now, like, you know, I'm trying to, she's a very creative person too. And, and, you know, I'm trying to push her into, you know, what she feels like she wants to do. And, and that could be anything, you know, she's big on Instagram as well, but you know, it, it's, it's a different story when like you have that, kind of mutual understanding of like, okay, you got to go shoot or you got a wedding to shoot today or whatever. Cause you know, like, you know, what goes into that and you know, okay, you got to come and edit, like go right, do your thing. Right. I mean, expect when you're a wedding photographer or videographer, it's like, it doesn't end at the, right. at, at the reception yeah. when you're leaving and saying your goodbyes. That's I mean, it it's uh, <laughs> exactly, you know, people, uh, a lot of people don't get that, you know? And I think, it's it's can be tough because people are like, well, where are my pictures too? And it's like, well, they're coming. You know, yeah. it's just it takes time. It's uh, you know, imagine imagine having two professional photographers at your wedding 
both shooting at the same time. I mean, that's like, we're talking thousands and thousands of images to go through and then edit. I mean, it's not, uh, it's a process. And even with the video guys, you know, I feel bad for them too, because people don't get it either. Like to shoot that many hours of footage and then to go home and go through second by second, you know what I mean? That's, that is so time consuming. Um, so I give people mad props for that stuff. It's, uh, some of the, some of the wedding videos I've been seeing lately from the, from the Milwaukee scene too, just incredible stuff. Oh yeah. You know, awesome, awesome stuff. So really cool to see. What's been your, your favorite commercial shoot or like shoot commercially, I should say. Um, I mean, we've done, we've done so many things. Um, I really like to travel. We did uh, a campaign or it wasn't a campaign, but a, uh, basically an interview set up, um, for the company ASQ in Milwaukee here. Okay. And they actually sent us all over the world, basically, to kind of interview some of the people that uh, they had worked with. Um, so these, what ASQ does is they kind of implement quality control, like management styles. Okay. Um, so they bring these people on, train them. They go back to where they came from and kind of implement that into the company that they're working at. Right. So we actually went to kind of document these people's story behind it after they got their certificate, like what, you know, you know, what, what has happened, how has it improved since they did that? And it was, it's awesome. Like just to see the different cultures and things and meet all these people. Um, it was so much fun. Like we, we had an absolute blast. Um, we were in Shanghai, we were in Dubai, we went to uh, New Delhi. We were, one shooter went to Mexico, I believe too, in the UK. So it was, we were all over the place for yeah. that shoot. So it was, it was really fun. And then getting just to see the city and stuff, it was a blast. Um, if I had to say like, a shoot that was just really, really fun to work on. Um, we also did a, a shoot with Warner Ladders um, where we rented out the Bradley Center and oh, had wow. all these people come in. We had uh, Brody Smith. I don't know if you yep. know who Brody Smith yep. is, the Frisbee guy. Um, we had him come in and he was doing all these trick Frisbee shots through the ladders and stuff. And it was just, it was a blast to just see him kind of in his element. Because yeah. like, you're like, no way this guy hits these things, you know, but he he's legit. Like to be that accurate with a Frisbee, I... I don't understand. I think he cuts out less than people think that he does. Yeah, like, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty unbelievable. Um, but yeah, that 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 was a blast. We had so much fun doing that. Um, yeah. and it's uh, you know, it was just there's so many people involved. It was a crew. We had all these different camera operators and stuff. So just just the the whole production side of it was a blast. You know, you're up you're up early in the morning and it's 17 hour day, but it goes by so fast you don't even realize, you know, like that, that's a fun shoot for me. Yeah. And, and I think a lot of people look at craves like, okay, you're, you're nine to five, but really like you're not, that's like no, the last no, thing. That ends yeah. Up it's a, it's a 24 hour thing, man. It's, um, it's crazy. I mean, especially when you're in the, in the social media game, because there's so many people hitting you up nonstop yeah. any hour of the day, all the time. Um, and you want to be ready for it because you never know when something's going to come and you don't want to miss that opportunity, yeah. you know? So it's, uh, it's definitely no nine to five. <laughs> yeah. What's been your hardest shoot? What, what project gave you the most struggle? Um, I guess that's tough to say. I mean, it's organization is key, you know, like leading up to shoots. If the more organized you are, the more, um, pre-production there is and stuff like that, the more seamless this is going to go. Yeah. So I think to me, anytime there's a hard shoot, it's because it just wasn't thought out well enough right. um, or there's no story behind it or something. Um, so those are where they kind of get difficult. Um, 
I will say when I first started at my current job, the very first shoot they threw me on, um, it was actually a bunch of headshots for lawyers. Okay. And it was a local law firm here and it was I'm not going to lie. It was a test. Um, these people want what they want and really, yeah. And you don't want to upset them. You know what right. I mean? These are powerful people, you know, yeah. you don't, <laughs> you don't want to upset them. So they, in, my, in my mind being my first day on the job, my first thing, you know, I'm stressing because I'm like, I can't screw this up. Yeah. I can't screw this up. And then you've got people like, you know, I, at that point in time, I wasn't like, I'm a portrait photographer and I can do things very, very quickly. At that point in time, I could not, and the stress and everything else that was going okay. on, it just, like, it was all hitting me at once. So it was one of those things where, like, I started freaking out. I'm like, I'm not going to get this done. And uh, to me, that probably was the most stressful thing I've ever yeah. done commercially. Um, but at the end of the day, the client was happy, and we got we got it, you know, um, which is all that matters. You was know? it just, so, like, a lot of people trying to get their shot in It was a lot time, of people, um, just, again, just who they were being, yeah. being, you know, high end lawyers and stuff like that. You just don't, you don't want to upset them. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> it was definitely getting to me that day. I remember, but, uh, it, like I said, it went well, we got everything we needed to do and the client was happy. So like I said, that's really all that matters, Absolutely. you know, at the end of the day. So you mentioned a lot of really valuable information about kind of organizationally for, you know, since you are more into the scene of, the new creatives in Milwaukee and that movement, what's something that you would tell somebody maybe just buying their first camera, maybe just getting into their first project, maybe just looking to maybe take their creative life into a full-time thing. What's one piece of advice you give them to get into their first gig and, and how to crush it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely do your research. Um, you know, if you're looking into camera gear, you don't always need to own the high end gear, you know, you can rent it. There's, there's like, again, arts camera plus you need something, go there. They've got it yeah. for the most part, you know, and if they don't have it, Go to lensrental.com or borrowlenses.com. They've got anything you can think of and you can rent it and just get it and play with it too. Like if you, right. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's all about just being ready and prepared for something. So, you know, a piece of advice I would say, don't go to a shoe with a camera you've never used before. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you know that thing. camera, you know what I mean? Um, Pre-pro, um, you know, if you're going to a location, scout the location, be there a couple days early, just go stop for an hour, look see where the sun's at, stuff like that, just so you know. So when you end up um, day of, you're not scrambling, like, where am I going? Where should I shoot? Where should, you know, you already know because you were there a couple of days before, so you're prepared. Yeah. Um, you know, just, uh, yeah, it's, if you're trying to get those gigs too, it's the egos, put them to the side. Don't, uh, you know, everybody has their own ego, I guess, but it's, it's, it's how humble you are and how you react to people and how, you know, people asking you questions, like, don't, again, don't puppy guard information. Who cares? You right. know what I mean? Like, it's all about the community. It's all about sharing stuff. It's about collaborating. Um, and that's another thing too. get out there, start collaborating with people that, that will lead into work. I promise you, yeah. like, it's not, uh, you know, to try to be your own person and do it all yourself by yourself. That's cool. But I'm telling you, you get out there and start working with other people. It's just going to happen that much faster because you're just networking with people. You're getting in front of people you've never seen before, right. you know, and like you, you, you mesh with people, you become friends. And next thing you know, you're getting work too. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it can be a hustle, but just get out there, be humble and just know your worth too. That's another big thing I would say. It's, uh, 
that's something that took me a long time. Um, you're kind of underselling yourself for a while because yeah. you just want to get work and you yep. just want to, you just want to make a dollar to get the next yeah. piece of equipment. You know, it's, that's all well and good, but you know, you go down that route, you're just going to put yourself out of business, you know, yeah. know your worth, know that what you do is very good and that people want it. And if someone starts haggling with you, don't work with that person. You know what I mean? Like they'll go and shoot with someone else that may end up ruining a shoot and then paying all that money. And then they still come back to you because they know you would have done it right in the first place, you yeah. know? So it's like, just know your worth, stand your ground. Um, that's a big, that's probably the biggest piece of information I can say, because even in the wedding industry, someone's oh, like, well, this guy. guy, this guy does it for 800 bucks. It's like, well, go hire him. That's $800. That's cheap. Go ahead. But is he insured? Does he have the right camera equipment? Like, does he back up his file? Like, right. how long does he keep? Like, all kinds of things, yeah. you know? Um, it just, you know, just know your worth. That's a huge one. Big time. Yeah, and one thing I love asking creative people specifically is what's one thing that you've learned during your creative life that has taken that you've taken outside of your creative life? Man, I mean, it follows me everywhere. Like when I'm even if I don't have a camera, I'm constantly seeing shots and stuff. And in my mind, I'm like going back to that point. But it's like, you know, things that have actually like happening in my life because of being creative and stuff. It's like you're setting up pictures in your home and all of a sudden you're like, well, I can't just put that one there. I should do like a <laughs> bunch of them and make like a cool design out of this or something. And like even lighting your own house, all of a sudden you're thinking about the color temperature of yeah. the light bulbs you're buying and stuff. Absolutely. And you're just like, it takes over. I mean, it's uh it's awesome though. It's cool. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it it follows you everywhere. I feel like you know, it's what you wear, it's how you present yourself, it's it's everything. You know, being creative is your thing. It's what you do. You know, and no one can take that away from you. So beautiful. Lastly, what makes you a misfit? Boy, um, you know, it's uh, it's one of those things where like you're always trying to push it. You're trying to push the limits. You know what I mean? And it's. You know, there's always a line you're 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 running because it's like, you know, even going to like abandoned buildings and stuff like that and going in and it's like you shouldn't really be doing that, but it's for the shot. You know what I mean? It's yeah. for the adventure, it's for all these things. It's like it's not uh yeah, it's just it's about the adventure. So like being being this nine to five, you know, do this, do that, the whole the whole office zombie type thing, it's not about that. Life is about getting out, doing what you're passionate about. And that's it, you know, yeah. and in my mind, that's a misfit. That's someone who's who's going against the grain, someone who's who's pushing the limits, you know, and that's that's what it's about. Perfect. Where can people find your work? Uh, you can check me out on Instagram. Um, Indimoto, that's me. Um, other than that, still working on a website and things like that. Um, you can check out my wife's work, too. All of her stuff on there is usually the two of us kind of wedding work. She does amazing lifestyle photography and things, too. That's Jamie Gillings Media um, on Instagram and Facebook. And then uh, you can catch some of my stuff every once in a while on Arts Cameras Plus. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, you guys want to collaborate, you want to do anything, absolutely send me a message let's work you know let's Definitely. do it hit this guy up thank you so much for being on the show yeah Always thanks for having me 
Huge thanks to Zach Greer for coming out of the Urban Misfits show. It was amazing talking to him. This episode was powered by Epidemic Sound. If you want a quick 30-day trial of their amazing music and sound effects library, check out the link in the description or the show notes. As well, any other links or any other content will either be around me right now or in the links below. And until next time, I'll see you on the internet.